All right, guys, welcome to the uh, It's Just Alex <laughs> show, where I DM for myself and play by myself. Hey, hey, Alon, can we get the um, the little intro zinger to the Alex show? The, intro, the intro zinger? Yeah, the little, the little <laughs> musical uh, intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Alex show. Alex show. It's the Alex show. There's no one on this show not named Alex. And there's also only one person named Alex. It's the Alex show. Alex show is not filmed in front of a live audience. There is nobody here but Alex. <laughs> it's just me in an empty void. Hey, Rollers. If you're listening to this on release day, then you're probably anticipating tonight's stream of part two of The Forest of Dolls. I unfortunately have some bad news on that front. Alex has spent the last week on the couch with a case of corona, and I don't mean Mexican lager. Before you worry, she's fully vaccinated including booster, and is on the mend already. However, this means her throat is in no condition for recording tomorrow, if we could even guarantee that she could remain upright for those few hours. So we're rescheduling the stream for Wednesday, July 13th at 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time. This will not interrupt our release schedule, as we have planned ahead to cover a possibility such as this. Now, I'd like to give a shout out to Scott Moore, also known as Groove is for Life. He stepped in in our moment of need. He has mixed, mastered, and edited both this week's episode and next. Thank you so much, Scott. I don't know what we would have done without you. This goes double for the fact that Chapman was traveling during this part of the stream and was recording off a laptop microphone because he was missing a crucial cable from his regular setup, which he had brought with him to the beach. Hopefully, it doesn't have too much sand in it for next week. Thank you everyone for your patience, and please enjoy the chaos and shenanigans you're about to hear. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Getting you guys on the same page. So the three of you, all level sixes as you are, are going to be in the current one shot that I have set up called the Forest of Dolls. So the three of you, four including Alita, find yourselves in an elegant castle at a soiree. Uh, based off of, you know, Johannes's family, you've been invited to the wedding of a noble out in Alario. None of you are entirely sure what to do or where to go, but you got there like a day or so early when everything is being set up and you're kind of currently in that weird state where like you arrive, but everybody's doing something and no one has addressed you. So you just are kind of sitting there like not sure what to do, if you help, if you say anything, if you distract the people, or is it just me that gets to that really like awkward space? I mean, I my solution is usually to jump in and like ignore people's protests at me being like i'm just gonna i'm gonna carry this for you here like I'm, i'll help you carry this back to the place and they're like oh no you don't have to and like it's already in my hands and i'm already following them so yeah but that's you solinar is not exactly that altruistic yeah so like if i was solinar like solinar would show up early and he'd be like yeah like i'll help you move this and then he moves it into his pockets it's the day before it's the day before the wedding. You guys are there about early afternoon. You got there a day earlier than you expected. You're currently standing on this like beautiful 
these beautiful gardens. Everything looks really elegant, or at least the stuff that's being set up. There are arches of flowers. There are chairs being set up. There's banners. There's silks. It's just, it's a lovely, lovely thing. You see somebody walking by with like a wooden cage with a couple of doves in it. <laughs> just holding a cage of doves. Yeah, for, you know, sometimes you open the cage after you get married and the doves fly and it's this big dramatic thing and people forget that they're just pigeons but white hey hey do you, do you guys hear that this is what it sounds like when doves cry wow it sounds like we don't have an audio engineer <laughs> <laughs> hey koza koza i know that you're you're your voice, you've been losing it for the last few days. It's good to hear that it's coming back, but it sounds so strange. Like it, what? Maybe we need to get you some tea. Yeah, some tea would be really good. <laughs> Jesus. Oh <my> <laughs> Blow it up, man. <laughs> Why are you working at the fast food drive-thru? What is, what is uh, this? No, Hi, yeah, I'd tea. like a chocolate milkshake, uh, medium fry. I would like a spicy nuggets. Koza, let's yeah. go get you some tea. Yeah, oh. yeah, this place yeah, has I feel like, good. especially to get the nerves off. I mean, gosh, the wedding's tomorrow? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Am I ready? It, am I ready for this wedding tomorrow? Koza, <laughs> uh, Koza, whose wedding do you think this is? Look, I don't think it really even matters. I just don't think I'm ready for it. it you're not the one getting married. There's no pressure on you. Wait, am I the one getting married? Because I'm definitely not ready for that. No. You're getting married also? No, I cannot emphasize enough, Solinar, how it is certainly not you getting are married. Koza, are we getting married to each other? How does this happen? Oh my gosh. Are you proposing to me right now? I I didn't I didn't think I was. I I was just tying my boot, but Hashtag Kozanar. I don't know, like maybe? <laughs> The, the, Did you find a rock in your boot? <laughs> the, this is this this a. Uh, As Solinar goes in to tie his boot, he kind of like shuffles around in it to get to get something out because it's kind of been digging into his skin, and he pulls out uh, what appears to be like a mechanic's nut, but it's slightly open in the center, more so than it would be, so it could theoretically fit around a human finger. Is is this? The ring? I gotta stop wearing these clockwork pants. They're really messing with my boots. Honestly, I hate this ring. It's over. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that not only is this mutual, but that like we'll be able to live in honor and respect. You know, like. So now that whatever that just was is over, why are you two so nervous? We just got invited as guests. Oh, Johannes comes running over with a, a tray of, of different teas. A couple of them are like so are in tall like glasses filled with ice. Like a couple a, of them are in really elegant teacups. Two of them are suspiciously smoking. I'm taking the smoking tea. Do you do you mean steaming? No, I mean smoking. I know what I said. They got cigarettes and they go <laughs> hey, all these other teas. <laughs> they haven't lived a good life. Oh, I'll, I'll just... Take a nice iced tea right now, since that's an option. Or are we supposed to decide which of these the guests are going to have? Oh gosh, we have to decide which of these the guests are going to have. Alita's going to take one of the like delicate teacups and just kind of be like, Koza, 
you don't have to do anything for this wedding. I'm not sure. It, what is what is the I'm just a guest version of a bridezilla? Quickly, do I know like who's getting married? No, these are Johannes's friends. Okay, so- oh. Do you think? Do you like theoretically know who they are because you're a noble? Yes, but you're a Teleri. You're, you know, you're you're closer to Teleri than you are Alaria, and this is up to Northern Alaria. Did I? Did I? Sorry. <clears throat> did I? Um. Did I? Did, did I get an invitation? Do I have an invitation, Alita? Did I hand that to you? Oh, yeah, it's right here. She's going to hand you this envelope that the edges of the envelope and the folds of it are all lined in a very light gold. Uh, If the envelope is open to the entire inside is lined with gold and this beautiful thin paper uh, invitation is pulled out and unfolds like a flower and invites you to this elegant wedding. Um, It says... You're invited to this elegant wedding. You're in Lothian. You were invited to watch the son of the Lord of Lothian get married. We're watching Lord Son of Lothian's son. Lord of Lo- We're watching the Lothian Lord's son Lo- from Lothian get married. To whom it says below. <laughs> Are are you just trying to get me to like throw out names really fast? There's names just getting thrown really fast across this paper. It's like writing itself. <laughs> so <Take> it. <laughs> maybe it's like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> <laughs> the lady's name is Abella. The gentleman's name is Ashton. Ashton is marrying Abella. Hey, I remember Ashton. He was on that uh, play where it was like. Oops, 12 guys instead of five. <laughs> Here's one of the 12. Who is giving Johannes unfettered access to the internet? Because of the warm-up 90s pop song, Alita. Ashton was one of the names. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Point is, we're invited. And it says I got a plus three, so what? I invited you three and not Gravy Boat Barnes. <laughs> because <laughs> he said... That weddings are uh, a spit in the face of uh, tax law. I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that Boat just said he was going to meet up with us, but <laughs> maybe he just said that so I didn't convince him to go? Yeah, he said the uh, a, a indetermined bond that you signed a contract for for an undetermined point of, period of time is... Uh, Unethical. He said forever is longer than the than uh, you should ever sign any contract. That explains why he's not a warlock. Oh. He told all of us that he was morally opposed to weddings? I think also specifically, uh, he didn't like that it was a lord and a lady getting married because those events, like... At, are always they're always overblown and it's always a lot of spending and a lot of extravagance and he he is of the opinion that that's just a way for the wealthy to spread money to people they like so i think that was part of it as well oh look over here 
the wealthy have spread money to someone they like who makes flower arrangements. What do these look like? I want to touch them. <laughs> All right. So there is a young tiefling woman who is arranging flowers on a trellis arch, which is like, for those of you who don't know, it's an arch that you just absolutely cover all to all nuts to butts with flowers. So it looks like it is made entirely out of flowers. Uh, they are a huge pain and uh, alarmingly expensive. She's putting that together. I'm gonna, what was that phrase? <laughs> I'm going to say right now that uh, if we're going to maintain our PG-13 rating, you need to slow it down on using phrases like nuts to butt. <laughs> a lot of nuts already in this <laughs> this one man though if alex had a one-man show i think i know what direction was so <laughs> would it be like would it be like front to back or back to front uh, anyway a lot of flowers a lot of flowers there's so many flowers which you guys. which you talked about and i didn't hear a single word of what those flowers were <laughs> Because as soon was, as you said nuts to butts, I was like, well, nothing else after this matters. <laughs> <sighs> Somebody said that's why Alex's one person show would have to be on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, thank you, Scott. See, the problem is, is that until I saw y'all's faces, I didn't realize what that phrase was referring to. I know, to. you do it all the time. People don't I know just, this because we cut a lot out. <laughs> Yeah, I just, it sounded like an enjoyable, like, bouncy-sounding rhyming phrase that I liked. I didn't know that it actually had, like, connotation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just a childhood colloquial, you know? (laughs) You think nuts to butts is a bouncy phrase? Like, it's very bouncy. (laughs) Okay, okay, real quick. We're going to reset. Yeah, we're going to reset. <laughs> okay, everybody. One, one, three, two, one. Deep breath. It's fine. <sighs> Beautiful trellis made of well, flowers. I mean, Tifu yeah, lady putting it together. <laughs> wow, this trellis is beautiful. I can't believe it's made of flowers. Oh, well, actually, there's a there's a wooden structure under it, and I just, I arranged the flowers on, oh, you are just making conversation, hi. No, I, I'm genuinely curious. I, I don't know how these things work. Oh, so, essentially, the way that it works is I've got this wooden archway, uh, I cover it in a kind of compression foam, and then I uh, layer the flowers into it. Sometimes you can also use a wire mesh that you stick the stems through. Um, but they really wanted it to be sturdy, so I tried to make sure that I had some compression foam that I put them into. Wow, it looks very sturdy. Compression foam? Is that some kind of druid craft? That sounds like druid craft. Well, yes, uh, I actually, I am a druid, so it would make sense. You you grew it from, um, mushrooms, right? I did! Oh, I don't have a lot of people who really know that compression foam is made mostly of mushrooms. Most people assume, like, moss. Well, that would never work. It has to be the, the, the sponginess. You, you can only get that from... I know! Uh, hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm Tala. Oh, I, I'm Koza. It's wonderful to meet you. I don't know a whole lot of people who know their way around druidcraft work. Oh, well, 
Well, I, I've been studying for it for a little bit also. Um, oh, that's wonderful. Can I do a quick aside with, with, with my friends? Oh, uh, of course. Um, hey, yo, were we using our real names at this one? <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that's not out yet. Well, Johannes's, well, Johannes's name is on the envelope. And we're, Let's see. And we're, it says, Johan. Did they misspell your name? No, uh, they left some letters off the end. Look, you can see where it ran out of ink. Johan. I'm Johan. <laughs> I mean, we're... which means that you're solo. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Coz. <laughs> Maybe even Cozed. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go it's with like that. Cozy, but British. Um, why don't, it, why don't, it was, why don't... uh, t- t- what was it again? Uh, Tala. T- Tala. Okay, I'm Cozed. Cozed? Yes, Cozed. I must have misheard you before. Sorry. Oh, you absolutely did. It was always Cozed. Cozed? I never said Cozed. It was only Cozed. Or Cozed. I'll go by that also. Okay. She looks over at the t- at, at, at Johannes, Alita, and Solinar to kind of be like, uh-oh. I, 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 I hold out a tray of teas. Oh, um, thank you. She's going to take uh, one of the glasses of iced tea. This is really nice. This is some very thirsty work, honestly. Ooh, take two. Oh, she just double fisting <laughs> iced tea glasses. If you need a third, you know where I'm at. Thank you. Are you one of the waiters for the wedding? Oh, I'm no. definitely, I've been waiting for the wedding for a whole th- four days now. You've, you've been waiting for the wedding for four mm-hmm. days? We're all really excited. Mm-hmm, it's true. And not only are we excited, but love is definitely in the air. I saw two doves in a cage. Oh, yes. They're planning on releasing a lot of birds when they finally make their vows. I think the doves are just one of dozens. I think they're at one point also planning on releasing peacocks. What, Ooh. what were the birds' crimes? What do you mean? Well, they're releasing them, so they've been captured for crimes. So what were they? Are these these aren't like murderer birds, right? Like murderers. Their their crimes were foul play. Mmm. Yes, it's a good crime. I'm sorry. What? It's a good crime. What do What do you mean a good crime? I mean, well, you know, there's good crimes and then there's bad crimes. There's hard crimes. Soft crimes. Yeah. Right. Okay. She's gonna slowly kind of back away. Is there any... Anything else I can do for you guys? I don't think so. Well, unless you got a flower I can put in my hair. Yeah, we were just talking about how... how the, did you did you grow the, the, um, the, 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 the mushroom foam yourself? Uh, I did. She's going to pull what appears to be a white sunflower out of the arrangement and hands it to Johannes. Woo! Can I have this one, really? It looks like a white sunflower. You absolutely can. Exciting. I'm going to put it in my hair. It's a cross species I made myself. I call them dawn flowers. Whoa! Oh my gosh. Because it looks kind of like the dawn of a new age. Thank you. I... You look like a unicorn. Thank you. I've been <laughs> practicing. 
I hang out with horses more often than not. Right. Anyway. And one stolen elk. Right. There's also a donkey. Ooh, and a squirrel. He's right here. (laughs) Say hi, Daquan. (laughs) (laughs) People get to see you do that noise. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And then immediately, like, jump into another voice. So, right. I need to get back to... Anyway, do you want to meet Boyle? That's another one of our companions. She is going to turn and just book it (laughs) into the castle. She's just gonna run, like, like, full, like, scale... (laughs) Logan's run sprint. <laughs> all your tea, your tea is spilling all over you. Both of oh, them. Oh, she geez. had to get out of here fast, Koza. I think she was into you. I think she's uh, hydrated. Are you three done making literally everyone around you think you're crazy? It depends. Do you <laughs> think we're sane? Because we can fix that. I mean, in fairness, I used to think that Koza was, but now I'm not sure. Look, I'm just, I'm just really nervous about the wedding. Okay, it's, it's, it's gonna go You're well. You're not getting married. But, but I haven't even looked at a seating chart yet. Well, if there's, we gotta, we gotta go and officiate this wedding. Wait, she's gonna like snatch the envelope back and like open the. Fl- Johannes, did you read this all the way through? Probably not. You're supposed to officiate this wedding. Oh, <laughs> that's what How- I thought. How well do you know these people? Why would they ask you to officiate? Um, I don't know them too well outside of the time that I saved their life. Excuse me? I don't know them too well outside <laughs> no, no, of I, the I, one I, time I heard that I... you. I needed you to elaborate. Oh, uh, because like, I don't know. We haven't hung out that much, you know? I They named their firstborn child about me. Um, but otherwise, uh, you know, maybe we saw... Uh, play together about 12 men. I'm never going to escape that, am I? A couple of times we played basketball when we were young. So you are officiating someone's wedding and you didn't know. I'm as surprised as you. Oh, no, I did know. That's why I said I'm officiating this. We got to go officiate this wedding. She's going to look over at Koza and Sol and are like, I- Solonar has a sheet of paper out and is holding it in front of Koza and he's like okay so if we seat Boat's family over here and then your family two tables away none of us are getting married Solonar none of us are getting married Johannes is officiating a wedding for two people that the rest of us have never met we do not have to plan anything we just show up and eat food and drink champagne and watch Johannes officiate this wedding of two people that we didn't know that he was officiating the wedding for wait hold on Boat and Koza and Mai and Johannes and your families weren't invited to this wedding no we can why would they be we technically invited it was just johannes we're plus ones no plus threes sure i whatever i thought the whole thing was that when you had a wedding like your whole family was supposed to show up yeah when you have a wedding not when other people have weddings that's their families are showing up does does that mean though that you the rest of johannes's family is gonna be here Johannes's family? 
That's a very good question, actually. Chances are maybe likely and maybe unlikely. My family has a long history of going to weddings, but also sometimes doesn't go. Well, you've said that your family is sometimes like, we can't go to that party. Those people will try to poison us and steal our ingenious ideas. That's true. Every now and again, they're like, that's a poison wedding. People be poisoned in there. <laughs> I'm just seeing the uh, the not review. Yeah. Poison wedding, zero that's stars. That's why my dad was like, Johannes, I'm glad you're becoming a paladin because then you're going to be able to tell us if that's a poison glass of tea. It's handy. I mean, yeah. if I was made exclusively to drink tea at weddings, I would probably poison someone. They call those the position the teetotaler. Big gap. No audio engineer. <laughs> I just, I needed to sigh. It's fine, guys. It's fine. Look, we can't be as fast as we are when we have somebody coming in and editing out all of the moments where I sigh deeply in despair. I'm glad you're keeping the size so to much. a minimum. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm doing my best. All right. <clears throat> So as you guys are having this back and forth, you make your way into the castle hall itself, which is somehow even more grand than the gardens are. While it appears the gardens are being set up for the ceremony, the reception seems to be all set up for the grand hall. You see a small gnomish woman uh, sort of puttering around with a, not exactly like a clipboard, it's more like a tome. Uh, running from person to person. She seems very frantic. Her hair is normal. It looks like it's normally very, very styled, but there's little bits of it just kind of coming out. She looks kind of sweaty. Her outfit, which is very nice, it's very fine fabric. It's very beautiful. Details is kind of disheveled because she's just running around all over the place. Um, other than that, you see several workers setting up tables, laying out linens, pressing napkins, uh, setting up buffet stations without the food, because obviously that would be super gross. Solonar, Solonar. Yes? I, I think that, I, I think that lady there's who we should talk to about the seating revisions. Well, yeah. I, Chapman, I, you're not invited look, to if, the wedding anymore. I don't trust you now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, she looks important while, while we talk to her. I have a few things to say about the flowers. You know, they look lovely, but... Yeah, I thought I we agreed that the, the right game was going to be light blue, dark purple. Light blue and dark purple. That was the theme. And this is... There's, like, pinks in there. There's yeah. reds in places. There's a lot of white. I don't... None of this is on theme. Yeah, well... I have to say, she seemed very nice, but... I kind of think that Dawnflowers were just an ego trip and not really part of the original plan. Yeah, who does she think she is taking control of our wedding? <laughs> it's not the two of you's wedding! I mean, we're here. It may as well be. Yeah, it's not a free wedding that's up for grabs that you just need to saunter into the role of groom. Well, that's, no, I'm not gonna, we're not, neither of us is gonna be the groom. It's a wedding, not a we're not the ones getting married, but like we're here and we clearly know better what we're doing than what's going on around us. So like we got to take control. We got to be in charge. 
Alita is making a great point, Solnar. If the, the groom doesn't show up, are you ready to step in? No! I, well, I don't know this Isabella person all that well, but you know what? I'd be willing to get to know her before the wedding and see if that's a possibility. No! Absolutely no! All of this is terrible. All of you are monsters. Let us not ruin this. These I've never been to a wedding. Don't you ruin this for me. The whole the whole crowd like turns and looks up. <laughs> yeah, literally everybody just turns. Um, everybody just turns, and the gnomish woman taking um note of you, uh, putters over really really fast to Johannes, and it's like, oh, it's wonderful to see you again, Lord Folga. Oh my gosh, I wish I remembered your name. Oh, of course, I forgot you have that whole thing with your head having cobwebs in it. Lovely to meet you. I'm Lady Ashley of Lothian. Oh my gosh, Lady Ashley, I know you. Yes, yes, yes. I'm Ashton's mother, if you don't recall. I do recall. Well, I didn't recall, but I do now. It's good to see you again. You look like you're disheveled. Oh, goodness, she's gonna, like, start, like, fiddling with her clothes and, like, her hair. It's, it's been a little, um, concerning, you see, um, we haven't been able to, she kind of, like, looks around and, like, leans in. We've been having trouble finding Ashton. Oh, well, you look more shoveled now. We can look for Ashton for you. I've found him once before. Oh, goodness, thank you, thank you. I'm not entirely sure where he went or what's happening. I, truthfully, I can't imagine that he got something like, you know, cold feet or anything like that. I just, he might just be lost. He used to have cold feet all the time, which is why we would wrap him in warm towels. And Yeah, he's, he's always had just the most terrible circulation. Yeah, and it was bad because then his feet would sweat. But and then it would smell bad. But then we would wash them, and we wash our feet together, and that's how we would bond because we didn't have a lot in common. Now, uh, <laughs> do you do you all have arrangements for a substitute groom in case Ashton doesn't show up? What? I I'm I may be willing to offer my services as a substitute groom if that's necessary. I understand that a lot goes into putting a wedding like this together. Understandably, uh, the color scheme. Probably could use a little work, but that's neither here nor there. If you need a substitute groom, I am potentially willing to be your man. It's a service that I've provided before on a few occasions. You hear Alina just like whip around. What? You've what? Alina, he said it's a service he's provided before on a few occasions. You've been a substitute groom before? How many well, How many women have you married? So, Solonar was telling us, because this is how he, he had so many thoughts on the seating arrangements, because he's had so much experience with these fraudulent weddings. Yeah. How many How many people have you married, Solonar? Solonar well, doesn't marry him. He's somebody else. Well, yeah. And, like, are we talking legally or ethically morally like what are, what kind of what kind of married are we talking about here all, all of them romantically like all of them oh god i was gonna say that's uh, that's too long a list we, we don't have time for all of them so and i put put that stories away we're gonna go find ashton hey uh lady ashley do you mind if i call you lady ashley not at all that's how i introduced myself lady ashley 
If that is your real name, would you? It is. Oh, good, because that's what I remember it being. Do did you last see Lord Ashton? Uh, where? <laughs> In his room. Uh, he's been. He's been going through the attic recently. He was mm-hmm. looking for a family heirloom. It's a tradition to give a trinket from the family's sto- the family's vault as a gift. At the you know, of course, you know this tradition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it only too well. But last night he suddenly stopped looking and was spent a lot of time in his room. And when I went to check on him, he. Uh, Asked me to leave. He wanted some time to be by himself. Mm. Classic Ashton thing to do. It's actually not. And well, I meant it's a classic Ashton thing to do to look for something. Not a classic thing to say. I want time to myself. Never was a loner. No, mm. he's very social. I. How do you know my son? We used to wash our feet together, but that's neither here nor there. What is here is us, and what isn't here is Ashton, so we're going to go there and find him. Right. Uh, She's going to give you a fancy key. It's going to have this, like, fleur-de-lis looking sort of symbol at the top and, like, a ruby inlaid in the... What is the, the part of the key that you hold? Is it all just key? Yeah, the key part. The 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 holdy part of the key. I feel like there's a special name for it, but okay. The floor de key. The floor de key. Yes. Googling key anatomy. If you get too many, it's the Florida keys. <laughs> key yeah. anatomy. But they're like cartoonishly large. Like they're like this big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna hand you this, and she's gonna be like. I don't know that handle is correct. Handle doesn't seem right. Uh, I just got this. Uh, it is called the head. All right. Oh. Wonderful. The head so, and the handle and then the... Yeah, you have the head, then it goes into the little part right before the actual like notches start, and that's called the shoulder. Oh. And the part with the notches is the blade. Whoa. The blade. Key I, blade. Ah. I thought you were about to call them the knees and toes. Um, so she's going to hand you this cartoonishly large key. This key will get you into the noble wing and will get you into my son's room, the attic, and those are really the only rooms you should be going into, but for un- unrelated reasons, it goes to other things too, like the master bedroom. Yeah, what well, I'm familiar with a skeleton key. Uh, so this this relic that he was trying to find, do you all need a substitute relic as well? Because I, I might have something here that I could part with for a very reasonable fee. Alita at the words relic and reasonable fee slowly turns to you with caution and rage. Oh, be careful. She's about to rage. She's took a barbarian level. Solonart pulls a uh, a feather a feather boa out of his pack and he's like like this uh I won doing great battle at a carnival. Uh, it was pretty difficult, actually. I had to be very accurate with some knife throwing. Uh, I've got, I've got this. He pulls out a really busted-looking, like bell, like a, like a, the kind of bell you would ring for like wrestling and things like that. And he's like, "This I wanted a, a strength game. Like these are, these are pretty cool relics, all things considered. I don't know if they're quite what you're yeah. looking for, though." 
that feathered boa is magical. If you snap your fingers three times, it will start to constrict the life out of you. It's called a boa constrictor. What? Why would why would she want any of those things? I asked him about the same thing, and he said some people are into that. So we're gonna go upstairs. All right, you're gonna leave Lady Ashley, and you all are going to go up the grand staircase into the hallway where the bedrooms and whatnot are. Uh, you see a row of doors in front of you. All of them are hand-carved mahogany. Everything around you is rich, dark woods. Everything smells very warm and spicy and musky. It's clear that, like, all of the wood in this space has recently been polished and oiled. Wow. Look at how beautiful this wood is. Johannes, I really hope we can find this Ashton guy, because I don't... I don't know if I'm ready to get married again. Like, it's it's so soon, you know? Like, And I've never even met this woman. Johannes grabs both of your shoulders and he says, We're gonna find Ashton. Don't you even worry your little unmarried head about it. And or un, 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 remarried, unmarried, remarried, unmarried, remarried, unmarried head about it. When you say grab his shoulders, do you hop? Or does he come down to you? Because... I'm on the top. We're going upstairs, so I'm up on a high stair. Um, this uh, Kosas. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, and Kosas also giving him a bit of a lift. <laughs> He's just boosting yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Kosas knew I had to. I had to get get Solnar together. I give him one quick slap. Papa. Kosas grabs a glass of tea and throws it in uh, Solnar's <laughs> face. Come on, you gotta get get it together. The small, the small umbrella. Hold on, the tiny umbrella that was in the tea is going to cause uh two damage. Oh my eye! <laughs> Piercing. <laughs> umbrella right in the eye. Oh. When it, oh, that's gonna stay for a while. Okay. Oh no. Uh, he's back with us. Let's go. Let's open this door to the right. All right. So you're going to open the door to the right, which uh, conveniently is actually Ashton's room. You walk in, and the room is still, with a stillness that permeates the air itself. His bed is made. His wedding clothes laid out. Everything seems perfectly undisturbed and untouched. Only the inhabitant isn't there, as if he stepped out for like a walk. Hmm. It's as if he stepped out for a walk. Can I roll a perception? All right, cool. What are you looking for specifically? Um, things like other spots where maybe he took something with him. Like a place where there was, where there's like dust around it but then like no dust in a particular place okay go ahead i'm gonna roll an investigation for a magnifying glass and solinar is gonna investigate the closet to see if the suit is there with my modifiers i rolled a two and where were you looking johannes for a magnifying glass i was looking the place where I would normally keep one, behind the bed. So you look behind the bed, and while you do find a discarded slipper, you do not find a magnifying glass. Oh my gosh, and I think this discarded slipper is now in my possession. Koza? I got a 
17. A 17 to look and see. So you see on the vanity, there is a small space in what very small amount of dust there is. It's a pretty clean spot, but you are able to see this. It is the space of what appears to be almost like a circle with two oblong shapes coming out from the side. So this is a visual medium. I can well, do this. It's also going to be an audio medium. So it's a shape like this, which looks like uh, a chalk outline of Kirby. If Kirby had been murdered. Oh, it's kind of like, it's got like a round shape with like two ovals coming off of it almost. Yeah. Like a chalk outline of Kirby had been murdered. Kerbird. Murby. You got it in one try. <laughs> um, go ahead. I, I got a 21 to scope out the closet for the wedding attire. So as I mentioned, when you first walked in, the wedding attire was laid out on the bed. Oh, I but missed you, that. But you do find the backup wedding attire. Wow, 17 suits. <laughs> Solonar is going to compare that to uh, his own fit to make sure that if he needs to be a substitute groom, he'll be in a good condition for that. Ooh, we're going to have to take it out. I don't know how to tell you this. What part of his mother is a gnome makes you think that his clothes are scaled for half elves? I mean, I don't I don't assume who someone's father is just because I've seen their mother. So yeah, but, he, but even then, even if his father was like an orc, I don't know that that would even out to like six foot three or whatever it is Solinar is. As you can cool. see by this perfect fit, Solinar, Ashton was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goliath is a race, Alex. Look, you do, don't judge love. Don't you judge love. I see your face I, judging I, I love right now. I literally cannot say what immediately came to mind because we are trying to keep this a PG-13 podcast and I cannot have Gabe edit this out. So As let's- you guys know, for the record, Alex is the one. Every time, <laughs> Alex is the one. Brandon, second, but definitely number one, Alex. I don't do anything. I am a good bean. The funniest part about this is right when we were starting the podcast, it was like, should we be like an R-rated podcast? And Alex was like, no, it's going to be attached to the store. It's got to be PG-13. Got to be PG-13. Uh, yeah. And that is why Gabe is the most treasured person on the earth to me. <laughs> because Gabe keeps things that way. That cobalt, cobalt, cobalt. Gosh, it's so hard <laughs> to not just shout cobalt. Okay. Um... Well, you, you put on that suit just in case we gotta swap you. Uh, I don't I don't think I'm gonna fit in this suit. That's it's a little on the small side. You're right. It's about I'm I'm like a six three, about a thirty one inch waist. This is like a six foot even, maybe like a five five, maybe like a five three. Like I roll I'm a d twenty unmodified. That's to put it into metric. <laughs> it's an eighteen. So you're looking at it skeptically, but as you take off your cloak and slide the suit, the uh, coat over, wow, that was a flash of what appeared to be lightning behind Josh. You put this, what appears to be this wedding coat over your clothes. It actually fits pretty well. Ooh. Okay, I totally misjudged this. If, if I need to be a substitute groom, we are in great shape. Heck yeah. 
Although I haven't discussed my rate yet, so that might... There's usually some hang-ups with that. Solinar, how many people have you married? I mean... Not so, important at the time! No, it's really not. This is incredibly important! Is it? Johannes runs to the window, and he um, breathes on it. <sighs> All right. So when I say window, allow me to emphasize that I'm not being entirely clear about what it is. It's one of those old-style medieval windows where it's like a hole in the wall that is carved and intentional with like an iron bar thing crossed around it so that you can't exactly climb out of it, but it's not exactly like there's no glass there. Mm -hmm. I breathe on the, I breathe on the iron bar. Uh, you do so. And the iron bar is there. Oh, I thought you were Doesn't exactly. I mean, it can't fog up. You're in the summer. What are you going to do? Right, But I, I, there was a brief moment where I thought you were going to say the iron bar breathes back into you and make it really like. <laughs> <laughs> As you breathe onto the iron bar, the iron bar breathes back into you. Can I, I have a question. question. Yes, Koza. I, um, Koza. If. I have an object with locate object. Do I have to be the one that's personally familiar and describing the object or can somebody else describe the object as I guessed it? You say in reference to a spell I've never had anyone use in any game I've ever played. Where is Gabe when we need him? Yeah, this is one of those things where it's like, man, everybody just hits things and now locate object. Oh, God. No, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, because most of the people that I know take things like prestidigitation. I know. Here's here's your locate object. Uh, describe a name or object that is familiar to you, which I think answers the question. Uh, you sense the direction of the object's <laughs> location as long as that object is within 1,000 feet of you. Bless you twice. Thank you. Uh, if the object is in motion, <laughs> you know the direction of its movement. I really wanted to be like, the object will stay in motion. And <laughs> <laughs> There's more things to it. It doesn't matter. That answers your question. You can you can know the direction of the object's movement, but not its exact position. Unless it's Pluto, it's not a planet. That's that's a little physics joke for y'all. Mm -hmm. And I made an astrology joke. No, it's astronomy. Astrology is the other one. I never know which one it is. Yeah, well. <laughs> yes, I'm an Aquarius. That's so Leo of you. <laughs> Wait, is Alana Leo or an Aquarius? Well, I think Alana's a Pisces. Oh, I'm a... Yeah, I got Leo rising. No, I'm uh, I'm Aquarius. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. How how old are you now? Um, in water years. Yeah, oh, just just old years. Enough. <laughs> old enough. I get married. <laughs> Legally. Because you're in your thirties, right? Yeah. Yeah, that you're in the age of Aquarius. Wow. Is that why my 30s are better than my 20s? Okay, point being, I, ble I breathe on the steel, the iron, it breathes back into me. He didn't leave a hidden message on the iron. Because uh, it's going to look out in the hallway and see if there's a servant or anybody nearby. Uh, as you stand out, there is a servant who's carrying a large basket of towels that she appears to be taking to the guest uh, restrooms. Uh, hello, hello. I have a, a question. Uh, uh, please, uh, come here. Yes. Okay, on this dresser here. Come over here. Uh, she's gonna kind of, like, walk over. Yes? There was an object here. W what was this object? I don't know. Who would know? I don't know. 
I'm I'm suspicious of this person folding towels. I'm rolling insight. All right. Can I also roll insight? All right, great. Great news. Uh, sure. I got an 11. All right, what you got for me, Koza? I got a um, 12. <laughs> you two are real crack detectives, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say with that, Solonar's like, what are you hiding? So you guys look into her soul as well as you can, which isn't very... She seems to be nervous around you guys, and she seems to be very uncomfortable being in Ashton's room. But you're not able to discern why, and you're not able to discern, but you are able to detect she's looking at that impression in the dust, that absence, with wariness, with caution. Potentially fear. Well, if you don't know, then you don't know. Please continue folding the towels and putting them away or the things that you are doing. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, but but first, uh, call the lady of the house for us. She already leaves. Johanna said she could leave, already gone. I said she could leave and she is already gone. But what was not gone is this pillow until I throw it across the room at code, uh, code, code Z. There it is, code Z. Ah. <gasps> Anything on that pillow, I'm looking underneath it. And Johannes smells under the pillow. <laughs> it smells like hair gel. Mm, hair gel. My friend Ashton was here. You went from not knowing who he was to being like, oh yeah, no, I saved his life, to now he's my friend. Well, I did save his life, so he said we're best friends forever because I owe you a life debt and you should officiate my wedding if ever I get married. And then I said, you smell like hair gel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad we cleared that up. All right. Does the, uh, does the iron barred window look out on the courtyard we were in before? It does indeed. Okay, Solonar is going to go to the window and as loud as he possibly can, yell, Lady Ashley! Sound off in chat if you actually heard that at all. Oh, I did hear it, but it was very faint. The, yeah, that was very faint. He yelled Lady Ashley, but he was trying to do I know that's what he did, but man, that was... Yeah, yeah, but he shouldn't do that effect. That effect should be added in post. Oh, well, we don't have anyone to add anything in post. I know, but still... We, I miss Gabe. I miss Gabe, you guys. So, so anyway, he yells Lady Ashley. All right. You here? Yes? Oh, wow. Right behind me. <laughs> no, you just... You just hear coming from the resonant sound around you. Yes? Solonar points at the, it was the, was it the dresser you said that had the impression on it? The vanity. The vanity. He points at the, uh, the vanity and it's like, do you, do you know what was on there? In the impression, in the dust. Hmm. She's going to like lean over. She's going to take these tiny little spectacles and she's going to pop them on her nose and look. Well. Ah! Oh, yes, yes, yeah, no, that was a, that was a porcelain doll that Ashton took from the attic as the trinket to give to his new bride. Ooh, so it's a family heirloom. Yes, it was owned by my great-grandmother. Oh, did your great-grandmother ever disappear on her wedding day? 
Suspiciously, yes, oh. she did. Wow. Okay. Well, what happens? Nobody knows she disappeared. Oh my god, so she never got married. No. So you There was quite the family scandal. Were you were you born out of wedlock? That would make sense, yes. Oh my gosh. That must have been did, part of the scandal. Did the doll not disappear with her? No. She had quite the collection of dolls. Mm. Uh, the, if you go into the attic, that key should get you there. Uh, you can get there in through the uh, side closet in the hallway. There's a pull-down trap door. You should be able to get there. There's all of her collection up there. Solonar, 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 we need to go get you a doll to fill in. Yeah, and that's that's not all. I'm thinking maybe, maybe dolls were supposed to be the theme of the wedding, so we should probably collect like a bunch. Oh, good point, good point. Who in their kobold mind... Ooh, sounds racist when you say it like that. ...would go, you know what I want for my wedding? I want the theme of dolls. Kendall. God, can you imagine walking into a wedding and it's all the decor is just rows and rows of Ken dolls in various colored tuxes. And when you walk in, all their little plastic smiling heads just turn to you at once. Just what's uh, who's the actor who's playing Ken in the Barbie movie? I love it. What a great picture. Uh, Ryan Gosling, I think. I'm a big fan. It is. Uh, uh, speaking aesthetic, of aesthetic, for sure. What is gonna happen next time? <laughs> you want to close us out? <laughs> yeah, bum, we're gonna bum, go bum. investigate a doll. Bum, bum, bum. Who's gonna actually get married? <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing: whatever happens next won't be doll. Yeah, this is horrible. Wait, wait, wait. Sigh. <laughs> Will our adventures solve the mystery? Will uh, Solonar have his 27th marriage? Will, uh, <laughs> will, uh, gosh dang it, Alita ever see a marriage completed in her lifetime? Is Lady Ashley ever going to become sheveled? Uh, do the guests appreciate the ego shown by the flower lady? Find out this and more next time on Quid Pro Roll! <laughs>